Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. Live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on. Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Langford on the pregame show. Hope you're having a terrific. Wednesday morning. I almost got the day wrong. My goodness, this week is going by quickly. Today, we got the doghouse. We also got Mark Your Words. That's coming up at 540, so get ready for that. You all know what that is, where I actually mark your words. I've got a running list so far. We've done it three separate weeks, and today I do have a question. So that's coming up at about a half hour, and then the doghouse at 5.15, where we put people in our doghouse for this week. But I wanted to open up the show talking a little bit of basketball, and specifically Andrew Wiggins. But before we talk about that, uh, last night, We did have some NBA action. The Warriors are back against the Dallas Mavericks tonight. This is the first half of a back-to-back for the Dubs on a road back-to-back. But last night you had the Grizzlies get the win over the Cavs. The Cavs, who the Warriors eventually will play. The Grizzlies move to 25-14 on the season. And John Morant continues to just be unbelievable. They crushed the Nets the other day. And then now they beat the Cavs. They have been... Very good lately. It really seems like they're coming into their own with that uh, with that backcourt of John Morant and Desmond Bain. And then you had the Lakers and the Kings. The Lakers won one twenty two to one fourteen. And there's a I mean there's a video there's a highlight I saw of uh, LeBron hitting an and one and then talking trash to the Kings bench. I'm like congratulations for beating a team that's fifteen and twenty three when you're playing them. Uh, but there was a stat. That I saw after this game, and we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the Lakers Kings game to an extent. We're not gonna we're we're not gonna analyze and break down what happened. But there's a stat line on this one here, and this is this is just unbelievable. But Russell Westbrook, 19 points on seven of 19 shooting, 0 for one from three, five of eight from the three point line. Yeah, we're used to that. 
Seven rebounds, five of them uh, defensive, two of them offensive. We're used to that. Two assists, one steal, one block. Yeah, that that's that's pretty common for Russell Westbrook right there. Maybe you expect a little higher scoring output, but really, that's, that's yeah, all right, we're used to that. But then he had zero turnovers. Zero turnovers. You know how many games? You know how many games in a row that he had a turnover? You know how many games? 407. 407 games. <laughs> Russell Westbrook has had a turnover. I, that's insane to me. We, we talk about sometimes those, the saddest records of all time. You know, the most consecutive games with a strikeout. or um, I, I was trying to think of the equivalent to it on the way in, or, or at least when I saw this. But, it's, I mean, what would it be? Would, what, most consecutive games, uh, you know, if you're a pitcher, you, you, you walk a guy. Is that really what the equivalent is? But we talked so much about Steph and the three-point record, whether anyone's going to break that. I don't think anybody is going to break this one. 407 straight games committing a turnover. And that, that that's easily the most since turnovers started being tracked in 1977 and 1978. Like that's that's insane to me. And and you know, you look at the, the you look at the Warriors, Draymond Green is the the one guy you'd probably point to because he is really the point guard of this team, the point forward, and he's the one that dictates the offense and is always uh, is is always the one that has the ball in his hands and is the one that's making the assists and he turns the ball over a lot. I'll give him that. He does turn the ball over a lot. But he had zero turnovers at the beginning of the season. So it hasn't been that long. It's been 30 something games since he's committed a, since he hasn't committed a turnover, which seems like a lot. But then you look at Westbrook, 407. 407. That's just nuts. I, I couldn't believe that number when I saw that. Good morning, everyone. Hope hope you're having a great Wednesday already. After I just read that stat to you. Now we got the Warriors and the Mavs tonight, but I want to focus uh, on Andrew Wiggins to start off this segment because I didn't talk about him enough. I was talking about Draymond yesterday. Felt like I, you know, I'm not gonna lie, when I was listening to 95.7 throughout the day, I was kind of surprised. I felt like I was the only one who was really talking at length about Draymond's game and how good he was on defense. I guess it was just because, um, you know, I guess it was just because the Heat were a depleted roster and, you know, you weren't going out there with your normal guys with Bam Adebayo and whatnot. But um, I didn't talk about Andrew Wiggins enough yesterday. And Bob Myers, Warriors president, G- uh, president of basketball operations and GM, he joined the morning roast for his weekly interview. And this is what he had to say about Andrew Wiggins deserving the all-star nod. In my mind, he's an all-star no matter what categories you're looking at. But I always look at the winning part maybe more than others. I mean, we, you guys can argue about that mattering. I probably value that more than most. So if you have one of the best records and you have three deserving guys, you should get three guys. Your record shows it matters. You know, and look, this year, he's having a great year. Um, you know, he's probably a guy that the coaches are going to have to vote in, I imagine, because, um, you know, there's. I don't think he'll be voted in as a starter. If he was, that would be great. But, you know, you hope the coaches see it. I mean, we see it. I know Steve sees it, and and I think that his peers see it. I mean, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, they don't lobby for nothing. And I'm 
the, the the way that Andrew Wiggins has played this season, yes, I I do think that he has the stats. I do think he has the the raw numbers to be an all-star this season, averaging his 19 points a game, shooting 49% from the floor, and his three-point percentage. We all know about that three-point percentage. He's third among all small forwards within the NBA, um, and he's had five attempts per game, which is right up there with the top two guys. The top two guys in terms of percent, in three-point percentage in the league among small forwards is Joe Harris and then Cameron Johnson. Then third is Andrew Wiggins. And Andrew Wiggins averages more minutes per game than those guys. He's played um, in more games than Joe Harris, far more games than Joe Harris. And then Cam, John- Cam Johnson's actually uh, played in 37 this season. But uh, Andrew Wiggins... His all-star case is there. It's it's definitely there. And what he does on the defensive end, too, he's such a good two-way player. Clay Thompson posted about it on his Instagram. His efficiency among all small forwards, his PER, his player efficiency rating, is right up there, too. He's fourth in the, he's fourth in the league with that. DeMar DeRozan is number one. And the reason that I mentioned DeMar DeRozan and Andrew Wiggins... I wonder if these guys, if this is going to force us as NBA fans to look at players differently. Because, in, in, let's just say, for the, in the NFL, for example, you know, it feels like windows are so small for guys to be good. If, if let's just say, you know, they don't, they play out their rookie contract and they don't live up the expectation to whatever the expectation is for their, uh, for their season, for their rookie seasons, then we kind of just give up on them. We, we, we see them go to other teams and we're just like, well, if, you know, they didn't, they, if they didn't, if they didn't play well with the team that they were drafted by, they're probably not going to be very good in the league. And we don't really, we don't really pin them down as players who can make a comeback in the following season. You know, it's it, we really give up on them very quickly. But when it comes to the NBA, I think I'm going to have to change the way that I view some players and the way that they can come back because DeMar DeRozan, who's been in the league uh, a little bit longer than Andrew Wiggins, that's for sure. But DeMar DeRozan is having a career year you know, bouncing from Toronto over to San Antonio. And once he was done with Toronto and they won the championship against the Warriors and they had Kawhi Leonard, well, the reason a lot of people thought was because, well, DeMar's not on the team. Even though he was one of the best Raptors to ever play uh, for that franchise, once he was gone, that's when they started winning, even though he was an all-star with that team. But then he goes to San Antonio for a few seasons, and even though... He, he was averaging 20 points a game, and you know he was still playing well in the fourth quarter. We were still down on him. But now he seems to have found a fit. And this is 11 years later, which is insane. But it's the same thing with, type of thing with Andrew Wiggins. You know, it wasn't the right situation. Whatever, whatever was happening in Minnesota, I'm not going to act like I was in the locker room and understood everything that was going on. But clearly, there was a burden on... Uh, on Andrew Wiggins to actually get this team back to being good, and they just didn't do it. And I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a lack of motivation. We saw the uh, there are multiple clips you could watch of just his effort on defense when he was playing for Minnesota. It just wasn't there. But he's had this career resurgence ever since coming to the Warriors, and if this isn't 
just a straight-up example that we need to stay patient with players in the NBA as opposed to maybe the NFL, then I don't know what else is. Like, this dude has completely changed everything in terms of the narrative surrounding him. Everything. And he's been in the league since 2014. We don't we don't give that players we we don't give the players that long. Everyone was out on him when they traded D'Angelo Russell for him. Everyone just thought, all right, well, this is an obligation. This is an obligation. This is what you have to do. You have to match the money somehow, and you gotta you you, you gotta have it work. So okay, fine, we'll have to take Andrew Wiggins since this whole thing with D'Angelo Russell. I don't. I, we don't like it. We don't like having uh, this. Uh, this ball dominant guard who could you know who could dish the ball out at times but sometimes would just you know hold on to it for too long but Andrew Wiggins he's just turned into a different type of player and the catch and shoot numbers that we talked about uh, a, a while back on this show cuz uh, Steve Kerr talked about it after one of the games when Andrew Wiggins had one of those efficient three point scoring games and he said it's the catch and shoot numbers so when we searched it up he was shooting 43% in catch-and-shoot opportunities. And the attempts, that was just as high as any time in his career. Last year it was 38%. This year it was 43%. But now it's bumped up to 45 He's gotten better ever since we talked about that. And he's continued to improve. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with the All-Star voting. I don't even know what the players feel. It might come down to a coach's vote where, you know, he's a reserve, What blah, blah, blah. But... Man, he's an all-star. He is an all-star this season. He's been playing so damn well, and he's been great for this team. So, shout-out to Andrew Wiggins, man. I didn't really talk about him enough on this show yesterday. And also, I stayed off social media uh, on the on the Monday, so I didn't really see the, the, the backlash for Steph. But seeing, you know, the, the reaction yesterday that Steph's shooting slump was actually a story, I gotta say, I was kind of surprised by that. I didn't think it mattered that he was in a shooting slump because the team had 39 assists. Without Steph on the court, team that team does not get 39 assists because of the gravity that he brings. So I I I, I didn't mention it at 5 a.m. because I just thought it was a I just thought it was a non-story. I didn't think people were up in arms about it. But then we get into the shows and you listen throughout the afternoon and you know some callers are worried. I'm like, what's what's happening right now? It doesn't. It's fine. They're winning games, and they're lead, they got two straight games with thirty nine assists as a team. One against the Jazz, who are you know they're okay on defense. Other you know they have Rudy Gobert or whatever, but they couldn't stop them. And then the Heat. The Heat are always a good defensive team, no matter who's on the floor. And they still had Jimmy Butler there. I know they didn't have Bam out of bio. It might have been a different situation. Um, and they played him very well defensively, but still they had thirty nine assists. You don't get that without Steph on the court. I'm willing to take a shooting slump if that means the teams are getting the assist numbers that they're getting. I'm totally fine with that. Totally fine with that. All right. Maybe those are the fans that should be in my doghouse. That's coming up next. The Doghouse. We do this every Wednesday. Kyle Shanahan, he has some imaginary doghouse. He had one from Brandon Ayuk earlier this season. Uh, Dante Pettis was in the doghouse prior to last season. So why don't we have our own doghouse? Who's in your doghouse for this week at 888-957-9570? That's the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in. Stephen Langford in on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. All right, get your texts and calls in at 888-957-9570. Who is in your doghouse for this week? If Kyle Shanahan can have a doghouse, why can't we? So who is in your doghouse? 888-957-9570. Seven zero. But before we get to that, just saw this come across the timeline. On this day in 1920, the Yankees announced the purchase of Babe Ruth. Ruth would go on to play 15 seasons for the Yankees, hitting 659 of his 7 and 14 home runs with the franchise. Now, man, I looked at the contract for that. <laughs> oh man, the numbers. This is just a simple one. There's no years attached to it. But on this day, as they announced the purchase of the heavy hitting outfielder George Herman Ruth from the Red Sox, it was for the sum of $125,000. Wow. I mean, I, guys in soccer make three times that. Per game. Guys in basketball make three times that per game. Now you're looking at contracts and John Wall is getting paid $40 million to not play. Chris Paul, all these guys, man. It's like everything. Man, the amount that is getting paid now, I don't know. You know, you got to, I'm sure I'm going to get the test. Well, you got to adjust for inflation, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure I do. And I'm not going to do that math right now at five in the morning. But just that number, just think about that for a second. Instead of trying to analyze it and do the math and, you know, try to talk about this with reason, just think about that for a second. $125,000. Wow. Times have changed uh, 102 years later, huh? Wow. 
All right, let's get to it. The doghouse. You know what it is. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Get them in. Who is in your doghouse for this week? Because I got a few. It ain't no fun being in the doghouse. From the nine two five. Antonio Brown is in my doghouse for acting a fool and costing me my fantasy football championship. That's from Anthony in Concord, and that's the number one on my list. That's the number one on my list. It's Antonio Brown. And I know I know the reaction to it. The reaction to it was, you know, before we go quick to judgment, we need to take his side on this. But he had... I, I was so confused with the reaction. I, I, I couldn't lie. I'm not going to lie to you, and, and I hope this isn't reckless to say, but I was shocked at the amount of people that were on Antonio Brown's side with this one. Because, you know, I get it. They Bruce Arian said after the game that they had a conversation, and the conversation involved him not playing, and then he said if he doesn't want to play, then he can just leave the field. So that's what he did. And in case you're wondering what we're talking about, Antonio Brown in the middle of the game with the Bucks and the Jets, he took off his pads, took off his uniform, took off everything, and ran through the end zone waving to the crowd. And so, you know, obviously there was an uproar, and I was a part of that. But I was shocked at the amount of people that were backing him up because he said, well, you know, I was going to play hurt, and I told the coach that I couldn't play even if I was hurt. But when he did play, he looked completely fine. And there's a shot on the sideline, if you watch that game, where Tom Brady looks at him, asks, are you good? And you see Antonio Brown nod his head like, yeah, I'm good. So when he didn't play, I mean, come on. It's just, I don't know how we're backing up this dude. I get it. You're hoping that he gets help and, and, and everything. And mental mental illness get, comes into play. And I understand that. But the guys had chance on top of chance on top of uh, on top of chances. And, you know, ever since his time with the Raiders, then on to the Patriots when he had the court case. And then Tom Brady got him over there with the Buccaneers. And now this happened. It's just inexcusable what he did. It really is. I, 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 I don't like it. From the 925, my boss is in my doghouse. Please explain. From the 510, Nate Hobbs is in my doghouse. How do you put yourself in that situation after the Ruggs incident? Yeah, I understand that. Uh, Nate Hobbs getting arrested for a DUI after the win over the Colts at 4 in the morning. Um, he was pulled off to the on-ramp, was asleep in his car. Uh, the the police did, he, uh, did a field sobriety test. He did not pass that. Um, I don't know what's to come with uh, uh, Nate Hobbs. I don't know. I, I really don't know. From the 925, S. Langford is in my doghouse. Slangford, 40-year-old Homer, needs to put some bass in his voice. <laughs> I ain't 40. What? Why do you constantly text in that I'm 40 years old? I'm not 40. It's fine if you think I am, but I'm not. Oh, man. You really think this is a 40-year-old voice? Oh, give me a break. Now, on that same in that same game with the Jets and the Bucks, uh, Robert Sala is actually in my doghouse. Because I'm, I'm, because what happened in that game? The reason that the Buccaneers were able to come back was because the Jets turned the ball over on downs on a fourth and two play, where Zach Wilson ran a QB, uh, where we ran a quarterback power, and then he got stuffed, and then the Bucks came back and scored, and Tom Brady did Tom Brady things. Um, then Robert Sala said after the game that he blames the coaches for their lack of communication with the quarterback. Dude, it's on you, Salah. 
In the end, you're the head coach. You could have called a timeout in that situation. You had a timeout, and you didn't. Instead, you just blame the communication with the coaches and the quarterback, and it seems like you called everybody on your staff out. That's not going to... That's going to... I mean... The Jets have not been good this season, and I don't know how much longer Robert Sala is going to be the head coach, but that's just not a good look. That's not a good look to me. Going to the Chiefs in the Bengals game, the Chiefs' defense is in my doghouse. How do you get... I don't care which wide receiver it is. We're praising Jamar Chase, and rightfully so. The dude's awesome, and he had 266 yards receiving in that game. Is the offensive rookie of the year. There's no doubt about it. But man, how do you give up 266 yards in that game? How do you do that? Now, you got to give credit, of course, to Joe Burrow and how well he's played. Hasn't had a turn over the past two games. Already broke a franchise record with 525 passing yards the week previous. But if you're in the Chiefs secondary, you can't give up 266 yards to any receiver. And then you follow it up with this weird situation where the Bengals are driving downfield. There's plenty of time left in the fourth quarter for the Chiefs to get the ball back. In penalties, they hurt him down the line, but the drive continued to go on. And then you get to a third and 27, and Jamar Chase has that insane 30-yard catch to give them the first down and let the clock keep running. Chiefs defense, you're in my doghouse. You got to win that game. And I'm not even... I, I hate the Chiefs. I don't like the Chiefs at all. Uh, from the 415, and you forgot the fake Vax card. That's shout out to the lawman. I did with Antonio Brown. I did forget uh, the fake Vax card. So that's really what I got for football. Everyone else, it's 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 all good on the football front. There weren't a lot of you know annoying fourth down calls. Uh, there was nothing with the 49ers that I really had to get into. But I do want to point out something with baseball, and this is going to be the last of it for my doghouse. And this one frustrated me. But baseball's been in a lockout. There's no actual news that's coming from the league. But on MLB Network, we all know him, Ken Rosenthal. Normally, if you don't know who Ken Rosenthal is, he's the guy who used to do the sideline reporting, quote-unquote, for the playoffs, and he had the bow tie. That's Ken Rosenthal, if you don't know who that was, when he was on the on the Fox broadcast. I believe he still is. Uh, but he's also on the MLB Network. And he was critical of Commissioner Rob Manfred. Now, MLB Network is owned by Major League Baseball. And Ken Rosenthal has been critical of Rob Manfred and how he's handled this lockout. So then, Rob Manfred has him fired. Baseball, it's just, man, there's not going to be any changes. We always talk about how we could fix baseball, and, you know, we come up with all these rules. They're playing along with them in the Atlantic League, I believe that's what it's called, on the East Coast, where they try out the robot umps, or they try out the, oh, what was the rule called? Where you can have a, uh, where you can hit with a pitcher, uh, or you have to have a starting pitcher hit. As long until he comes out of the game or, or whatever, I'm totally botching whatever that rule is. But they try new things out, and we always go with those rule changes. But the number one thing that needs to change is Rob Manfred needs to be gone. Rob Manfred needs to be out of this job if you want to see any sort of improvement with the league. 
That's why this lockout's ongoing. That's why 2020 was such a mess. That's why the Houston Astros and that scandal was a mess. A lot of it had to do with Rob Manfred in the way that he handled every situation, every obstacle that he's had to overcome. I, it's just been terrible for the league, and it's not a good look at all when you're firing guys just for being critical of them. And then I saw a quote from David Aldridge. David Aldridge, longtime NBA reporter who goes on NBA TV, used to go on NBA TV, and it was owned by Turner Sports. But when he was on NBA TV and he was critical of David Stern, he said... David Stern would give me a call and he'd cuss me out. He wouldn't go behind my back and try to get me fired. That just shows the differences between the two, in my opinion, right there. So th- that's it was a very short doghouse today, but my number, my, my thing is Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. From the 510, Stephen from Hercules, Las Vegas is in my doghouse. First rugs, now Hobbs. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't really buy into that. I understand it's Vegas and we want to point to it and you know we it's it's not even it wasn't even rugs first first you had Josh Jacobs who uh, who who got arrested on suspicion of DUI then you had the rugs incident and then you had Nate Hobbs I know we want to blame Vegas but I blame the organization for not having some sort of system in place to help these guys especially after the rug situation I, I don't I don't know we don't know the full story it's crazy to me. We're looking at Antonio Brown and seeing all of everything that happened there, but everyone's saying, well, wait till you hear the full story. We don't know why he did that, but when Nate Hobbs gets a DUI, it's just, oh, let's pin it on this dude because, well, he got the DUI and it is his fault, but we don't ask, hey, what's the full story there? We don't know what happened. We don't know why he was pulled over on the on-ramp. We don't know the whole story, and I'm kind of waiting to see uh, what happens there. And, of course, um, his attorney has appealed it, saying that it is not technically a DUI based on Nevada state law. So updates are incoming with that. But that's going to do it for the doghouse. Not a very fun one this week. There wasn't a lot of fun there. From the 206, gutter trash in the PDX. You want to talk crazy contracts? How about Manfred making 11 effing million per year? Whew. From the 707, Josh Norman is in my doghouse, and hopefully he never leaves and sees the football field in a 49er uniform. He'll see the football field in a 49er uniform, but he'll be on the sideline. The way that Kyle Shanahan talked about it, you know, whenever we were going through quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, hell, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, when that was the when that was the question, the the either or, who's still the starter? Well, Kyle Shanahan would always go to the would would normally go to the podium and say, "No, nah, this guy's still our starter. This guy's still our starter." When he was asked yesterday on the conference call, "Do you know who's going to be your starting secondary?" He says, "Well, it's kind of up in the air right now." So you don't you haven't really heard Kyle Shanahan say that too much about certain guys at their positions. Normally, he'd just say, "Ah, it was an off game. He's been playing really well for us." Blah blah blah. Didn't really say that about Norman. I think he's tired of the DPIs and the celebrations, the irrational celebrations whenever he acts like he makes a play, but really he didn't do anything there. I, I think he's tired of that irrational confidence. I really think Kyle Shanahan's had it, had it to there with them. So 707, it's not only he in your doghouse. I think he's in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse too. Hoo-wee. All right, coming up next, want to get to Mark Your Words, and it does 
talk with the 49ers quarterbacks. Plus, I got some more thoughts just overall on Trey Lance's as the situation is ongoing and practice starts up today and we'll get some real updates uh, by tomorrow. But coming up next, mark your words. Stephen Langford on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Stephen Langford in with you. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a better start to the morning than I had. Because here's how my morning normally goes. I sleep until the very last minute that I have to get up so I can come into work. I try to get here maybe 45 minutes, a half hour before the show so that I can get prepared. I get up, I get my coffee, and I go. It's really quite simple. I shower the night before. I don't know if that's weird or not, but I shower the night before because it's just tough to wake up earlier in the morning. It's crazy the difference between like a 20 minutes, uh, the 20 minutes without sleep at this time in the morning. I'm sure you all understand that being awake uh, at this point. But I get my coffee, I drive to work, and I let the coffee cool off a little bit in the car, and then I drink it. Well, I let the coffee cool coffee cool off, I did, did my normal morning routine, and then I drank it and realized, oh, I did not change the pod in my coffee ma- maker. I did not change the coffee pod. I used the exact same coffee pod. Absolutely brutal start to the morning for a Wednesday. Just trying to get through it, man. Just trying to get through it. And I did not have my first sip of coffee yet. I had one sip, but it was watered down. It was gross. So, as we're doing a Mark My Words segment, I give you a specific topic, and then I have you weigh in at the text line or the phone number at 888-957-9570, where I have you mark your words about a specific topic. Well, mark my words right now. Do not... Use the same coffee pod if you have a Keurig with the coffee pod thing. Do not use the same one. It's gross. (laughs) All right. What a start to the half hour here. We got about 20 minutes left in the show. And mark your words. This is where I want you to start getting them in at 888-957-9570. I give you a topic, and then I actually do mark your words. I wrote out a ton of uh, of your texts. So we've had... Three so far. Um, the last couple being about Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson making his return on Sunday. And that one was about Clay Thompson's debut. So finally, we're going to get a reaction to your words being marked. So that's going to be coming up uh, next week. And we did Nick Bosa as well. And someone from the 510 here. It's Oreo Cookie. Shout out to Oreo Cookie. Always texting in. That's the homie right there. Mark my words, Bosa will dominate on Sunday and lock up the comeback player of the year. See, that was one of the mark your words questions. It was Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year, comeback player of the year, or both. A lot of people said he had comeback player of the year locked up. I actually agreed. I didn't think he had the depoy because TJ Watt and Miles Garrett had already had those game wrecking type of games. Nick Bosa hadn't had that. Then TJ Watt caps it off uh, with four sacks, and he's about to break Michael Strahan's single season sack record at 22 and a half. He's most likely going to break that. So TJ Watt, no doubt the depoy. Uh, but Joe Burrow. 
Joe Burrow might have locked up comeback player of the year with how he's done these past two weeks. Breaking the franchise record in passing yards for a game for a Cincinnati Bengal, and then following it up, beating the best te- one of the best teams in the AFC in the Kansas City Chiefs and doing it with 400 yards passing. Oh yeah, and he hasn't thrown an interception the past two games, even though he's been leading the league in interception for a majority of the season. So... I'd like to say Nick Bosa would have had that comeback player of the year locked up, but with how he's done these past couple of weeks, he's helped the team for sure, but he hasn't gotten those numbers. He hasn't gotten those numbers, so I don't know if Bosa is going to win either of them at this point. That's just that's just reality. I'd love to say that he would. I think his season has been awesome. The fact that I, I think he deserves to be the comeback player of the year, but with how everyone else has played these past couple of weeks uh, compared to him, I mean, they've been on the rise, and really we we do tend to have some recency bias when looking at that award, and I know there's so many nuances to it, and everyone's going to bring up to me the holding calls on Bosa and all this sort of stuff, but I think opposing fans can say the same thing about their own guy, whoever it is. From the 408, Parsons is winning Depoy. You think so? You think so with a guy who's about to break the single-season sack record? All right. All right, well, here we go. Mark your words. Mark your words. So it looks like on those words being marked with the Bosa one, uh, it doesn't look like a lot of people are going to be correct with that uh, because, well, those were the only two options, and the fact that they were the only two options I threw out, well, I kind of put you in a losing situation there. That's my fault. You know what? That's on me as a host. I need to be better. But I want to know from you at 888-957-9570. Mark your words. Here's the criteria for me to get them marked. First off, you got to start off your text or your call with mark my words. Then you got to give your take and then you got to close it out with your name and where you're either texting or calling from. You got to do that. That's the criteria. Open it up with mark my words, close it out with the name and city. And here's the topic for today. Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. Has he played his last game with the 49ers? 888-957-9570. Mark your words. Let's get to it right now. We're going to play a little Rapper's Delight this morning, because why not? I know it's a little overplayed, but it's one of the sweetest beats ever. That bass line is so sweet. So mark your words. Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. Give me your take at 888-957-9570. For example, mark my words. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be playing another game with the 49ers this season. Mark them. I don't think it's going to happen. 888-957-9570. That's from, that's from Stephen Langford in the city. Stephen Langford in the 95.7 studio. All right, words marked. Got it in the Google Doc right now. I really do. It's actually a lot of work. I, I didn't think about that. I thought it was a lot of fun because, you know, I started this segment thinking, all right, well, people keep saying mark my words. How about I actually mark them? Uh, well, I've tried to. <laughs> it's a lot of work, man. But please, 888-957-9570, please weigh in. And I was thinking about this yesterday. But I heard at the beginning of the season, because I was of the opinion that Trey Lance should have started from week one. I did not expect much from Jimmy Garoppolo, and everyone was throwing the record in my face. His winning, his win-loss record, you can't, I mean, this is just me, but I don't buy that quarterback win-loss record or a quarterback stat. Those are, a, that's a team stat right there. Some of those are attributed to the quarterback. 
Some attributed to the defense, some to the run game. Not all of that has to do with the quarterback. And then everyone says, well, he wins. It's, uh, sure. Sure, but it also matters with the team around you. So I don't buy that win-loss stuff. And when I was saying Trey Lance should start week one, it was because I'd heard nonstop from quarterbacks, former quarterbacks, guys who were rookies at one point saying the best way to develop is to actually play in the game. And I understand you sit you sit for a year and then you just, you know, you, you, you go on with your you go on with your season, you learn and then you go out the next season and you're expected to be Tom Brady. And you're expected to be Patrick Mahomes right out the gate. But I just didn't see that. And now this year, I mean, when I'm looking at Jimmy Garoppolo, again, mark your words, 888-957-9570. Continue to get him in. The criteria, start out your text to your call with mark my words and then end it with your name and city so I can actually mark it. If you don't mark your words, I'm not marking them. That's just it. So you got to mark your words, 888-957-9570. Mark your words, Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. For example, mark my words, Jimmy G is not playing another snap with the San Francisco 49ers. So I want to know from you. I'll get back into what I'm saying about Trey Lance, but I do have a caller here at 888-957-9570. Mark your words. First off, what's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is... Say that again. My name is Dominic Foster. Listen, mark my words. Jimmy Garoppolo will be playing. Trey Lance is not ready. Quit plugging on Jimmy. Okay. All right. from San Pablo. All right, appreciate you. Dominic from San Pablo. Mark my mark. I'm going to mark his words right there. Jimmy Garoppolo will play because Trey Lance is not ready. But let me ask you a question. Because it's a very real possibility that the 49ers don't make the playoffs this season. It's very real. They're 9 and 7 right now. And if they beat the Rams, then they're in. So you got to win and you're in. That's really it. If you lose, then you got to hope that the Falcons beat the Saints. Because if the Saints beat the Falcons, the Falcons already beat the Saints earlier in the year. So there's still hope. But the Falcons just continue to decline. And I think they just want to get through their season where the Saints are still playing for something. But it's a real possibility that the Niners don't make the playoffs. So if the Niners don't make the playoffs and Jimmy Garoppolo's been starting all year, then what's been the point? Really, what has been the point of the season? It's been and it's been entertaining to watch and you know you're watching you know you're watching week in week out. You have your Sundays all taken up and everything and I get that. But if they don't make the playoffs and everyone's been saying well Jimmy Garoppolo needs to start to needs to be the starter to be the best chance to win, to give you the best chance to win. Okay. But they have a chance to possibly just be done with their season after this week. And and that's what Damon Brooks was talking about when he gave that take of, I would rather see them lose games with Trey Lance than win games with Jimmy Garoppolo. This is not me saying that if you started Trey Lance from week one, that you would have been, uh, you would have had this specific record. I'm not saying that they would have had 10 wins by now. I'm not saying any of that. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they would have been 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 at this point. It's crazy that we still have one more week and we're talking about end of the season records like that. Feels like it's the end of the season the way I'm talking about them. But at least you would have gotten a development year for the kid. I, I don't know, man. I'm just. I heard so much of Garoppolo needs to be the starter. He gives him the best chance to win. Gives him the best chance to win. Okay, but they're 9 and 7. And one of those losses, sure, you could put that on Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo being hurt for that game. But 
wouldn't you at least want to develop your young future quarterback by getting him on the field? I, I don't know. I just feel like, it, it, to me, if they don't make the playoffs, I don't know how you can look at this season and not consider it not only a disappointment, but a failure in everything. All right, again, 888-957-9570. That's the text line and the phone number. Mark my mark your words. We're getting a few here. So what you got to do, start off your text with mark your words. End it with the name and city. Mark your words, Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. I'm going to start marking them right now because we are getting a lot here. This is from Darren in San Francisco. Mark my words, Rams blow out the Niners, Niners miss the playoffs, Niner fan calls for Kyle Shanahan's job. That's from Danny Tarrant in San Francisco. Not necessarily the topic that I'm talking about, but I'll mark it anyway, Darren, just for you. This is from Zucci, Maine. Mark my words, Jimmy is finito for this franchise. That's Zucci, Maine from the Haystack. From Joe in Petaluma, mark my words, Trey Lance will start and beat the Rams and win a playoff game, and we will be all we will all be stoked for next year. In all caps, bye Jim. That's from Joe in Petaluma. From the 415, this is Ron from South City. Mark my words, get out the way, Jimmy. From Oreo Cookie. Mark my words, Jimmy will start a playoff game for us. God help us. <laughs> Oh, man. From Alex and Sam Bruno. Wow. Alex, first off, the punctuation. Fantastic job here. Alex here puts MMW in all caps with a colon. So shout out to that. You're really shortening it. You're making it easier on yourself because you only have so many characters that you could type. But then you said either GP3 or Jordan, GP2 or Jordan Poole will get cashed out by another team next year. That's Alex and Sam Bruno. The topic is Jimmy Garoppolo. Love Love everything you did about that text. It's just a topic. Needed to be on topic. You know what, Alex? I'm going to save that one. We'll do that next week. <laughs> we'll do that next week. What's the future for GP2 or Jordan Poole? How about that, Alex? I like it. Armando from Tracy. Jimmy G will be starting for the Bears next season. All right, Armando. Well, you got to be tuning in by the start of next year, and then I'll be reading off that mark your words because I really do mark these. Tony in San Francisco, mark my words. Jimmy going to play only if we face an opponent Shanahan knows he does well against. Look, I get it, but also I just if, – if he's 100%, that's what Kyle Shanahan said. If he's 100% healthy, then Jimmy's going to go. I don't think he's going to be 100% healthy. Not by Not by this week. Not by this week. From the from the 925. Mark my words. This is from... Oh, you got to put the name. No! Oh, put the name 925. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Mark my words. Jimmy is done for the season. Joe Shasky is absolutely right from what he was saying about Jimmy and his agent. Jimmy is done. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really... I, did, I didn't really buy what he was saying there. I didn't really buy what he was selling. With the agent, I know agents are you know, agents are always trying to play that game, but I don't really know what he can really do to get Jimmy's stock up. Like I don't know what making the injury sound worse than it is. What's that going to do? Get him more of a contract next year? Like teams are smart; they're not just going to sit there and go, "Yeah, we need to trade for this guy." Hey, let's give up a third rounder when they can cut him for $2.5 million on the salary cap, which they most likely are going to do. We could just wait for him to get released and then become a free agent. Why would teams want to trade for him? 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't really. So I don't really get. I get the. I, I assume the agent is trying to play that game somehow. I don't know how you can use this injury as a way to do it. I just don't. Uh, from the uh, let's see, Jake from Drake from Mountain View. Mark my words, Jimmy G will play in the playoffs. All right, Drake, I will mark. Consider them marked, Drake. Jo- is this JP from the stack? You wrote Joe from the stack, JP. Or if this is Joe, then I. Really apologize. Mark my words. We beat the Rams and face them back-to-back weekends, and we prevail. Jimmy Garoppolo goes in. Aaron Donald breaks his finger. Here comes Lance. Throws it over Ramsey, and boom. Adios, Pelota. We're in there. That's JP from the stack. Wow. From the 650. Bro, I don't understand why you hate on Jimmy G so hard. It's not Jimmy G that I'm hating on. It's more so the fan reaction to when I was called an idiot for wanting Trey Lance to start week one. That's that's really where I'm at. Because I said Jimmy G is just a... He's he's good. Sure, he'll win you some games, but it's just okay. But he's not your guy. He's not your guy going forward, and he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. So what is the point? And now they're on track to possibly not make the playoffs. And it's not Jimmy G that I'm hating on. The dude's been professional. He showed a lot of toughness on the field. But sometimes when it's their time, it's their time. So really, I guess it's the fans I'm more reacting to. Put your name on it, 650. But also from the 650 here, mark my words, Lance won't be 30 and 15 through his first 45 games. I pray he is or even better. Okay, well, I'll wait till 45 games through and then I'll reread your text. Uh, from David from Oakland, mark my words, Jimmy will lead us to the playoffs and a deep playoff run. From Sean in Fairfield, mark my words, Jimmy Garoppolo will be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year and be the league MVP. Wow. From the nine, from the nine two five, mark my words. My revi- my refinancing house process will go smooth. Praying three point two interest rate. Shout out to you nine two five. I hope that goes well for you. Mark my words. This is big dog from the town. Jimmy G will be the steel. Will be up with the Steelers next year. We're getting quite a few of those. Uh, this is from HD in Oakland. Mark my words. Jimmy will start for the Saints and win the Super Bowl next season. Wow. You really think so with the Saints, huh? I'm not going to say you're wrong because it's such a massive hypothetical, and I'm terrible at predicting, at predicting Super Bowls. I always try to be different with it. I always try to go against the best teams because of what happens in sports, and that's what leads to me picking the. Uh, that's what leads to me picking the Twins to have won the World Series last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for Mark Your Words. We got a lot of your texts in, and I appreciate all of you for participating. But continuing with the Jimmy G and Trey Lance conversation, I wanted to play this cut. This is from Peter King. Peter King, who has uh, been joining Damon and Ratto weekly, and he's been going, uh, he's been saying a lot of the season that Jimmy is the starter. There's no chance Trey Lance is coming in. Then he also said last week that. They should bring Jimmy G in as a backup. I highly disagree with that because I don't think that Jimmy wants to be a backup, number one. And number two, they'll want to get something for him at least. At least. I don't think they will because other teams, I think, are smart and and, and just, you know, they're just going to say, yeah, well, you know what? They can just cut him for $2.5 million against the salary cap. That's fine. They're probably going to do it. Let's just wait. We don't have to give up a draft pick for him. But here's what Peter King said. Of course, Football Morning in America, you could check out his column, 95.7 NFL Insider. This is what he said about Trey Lance. The way Trey Lance started to play later in this game is the way that 
is what the 49ers saw when they drafted him, and they put so much draft capital and energy into, they put all their eggs in the Trey Lance basket. It looked like he basically just said, hey, listen, I'm going to go out there and play football. This is not me, the first, whatever, 35, 40 minutes, whatever it was of the game. I'm going to go out and I'm going to really, uh, you know, show the player who the 49ers drafted. Whatever happened in this game is not going to be any long-term judgment on Trey Lance. But I do think the effect of this game basically was to say to the 49ers, hey, listen, if Garoppolo isn't ready to face the Rams, we have a good alternative who gives us a good chance to win this game. I don't know. I don't know. The way that... I just don't believe that Jimmy gives you the best chance to win anymore. I don't know if Trey Lance does either. If you're telling me to pick between the two and you say that it's Jimmy, then it's then okay. Giving him a best chance to win. I don't want that from the quarterback. I want I don't want I don't want best chance to win. I want something more than that. But with Trey, the way that he performed in the second half, is that not how you think his season could have gone? You know, you start off slow, then as you get some more reps, you get more comfortable, but you become less jittery. You start to see defenses, you get that on-field experience. Don't you think that could have been what Trey Lance's season looked like? I don't know. I I, I said on Monday that I wasn't going to go down the hypothetical road about uh, the specific record numbers with Trey and Jimmy. Uh, You know, whether Trey would have won more games than Jimmy this season. I wasn't going to go down that road. But something that's become clear to me as I've gone more and more in deep into this, if you don't make the playoffs, then then what was the point? Really, what was the point? I, I, I just I just don't know. I don't know. It feels like you you squandered a year, not wasted, but squandered a year of of development for your rookie quarterback who you're expecting so much from in your second year. Uh, real quick, just got the update here. Derrick Henry is expected to practice. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.